I gave you the numbers a moment ago from Air New Zealand there in the red. Obviously, Greg Foran is with us. Good morning. Morena, Mike. How much is fear uh, hurting you at the moment? In other words, people could, would travel, but they just don't want to. Probably about 35%, Mike. So that's the change in bookings we've seen as Omicron has started to play itself out. And we've adjusted our schedules, but to put a number on it, about a third of the customers have said, hey, I don't really want to head out there and travel at the moment. Do you see that reversing completely the moment we're out of this in, you know, whatever number of weeks it is? Yes. Uh, crystal ball gazing, always a challenge. But if I had to uh, put one out there, Mike, I would say that um, once we get through the peak of this, then you don't have to get back to very low numbers before people will start travelling. Um, at a reasonable rate again. So, you know, let's say that we're through the peak of it sometime towards the end of March. I think we will start to see people getting on the move. And in fact, some of the things I'm seeing already around April bookings, including international bookings, give me heart that we can see the end in sight. Excellent. Many people coming home from Australia as of next week? Yeah, look, we've got about uh, 9,000 over the next couple of weeks coming out of uh, Australia. About 25,000 when you include folk from the rest of the world when that opens up. So wow. that's an indication there's a little bit of a backlog and we're going to welcome them back and um, we're going to be thrilled to have them only doing seven days isolation, but we'll be keen when we don't have any isolation. Couldn't agree more. The 25,000 number coming in from the rest of the world, do you know how many of those are just people who are going to come home anyway but had MIQ problems or there's some sort of, you know, just for family or they're just going to be here permanently or we don't know? Yeah, I don't, I don't no. know that, Mike. I don't. Okay. Long term, let's try and be optimistic, October. Would you like to see, obviously you'd like to see October come closer and presumably also you'd like to see the home isolation dropped. How realistic do you think that is? Um, I feel reasonably confident that we're going to get through this quite quickly and that we can start to move at more speed and get these borders open. And by open, I mean get the isolation removed sooner rather than later. And, um, you know, the, the quicker that happens... Um, the better for a lot of people. 24 routes you announced the other day. Is that 24 that's as big as Air New Zealand's going to be or is it 24 and watch out? There's more where that came from. Uh, No, it's watch out. There'll be more where that comes from. We're, you know, quietly planning. You know, we've brought back about 600 people or so since, you know, we got through that first bout, which is now two years ago. So we're building. You know, we've announced we'll get New York up and running in September. So, you know, we continue to compare what we're seeing around the world in terms of competition, what sort of friction is occurring in various markets as they deal with COVID, and, you know, we'll adjust accordingly. But that certainly gives us a good start. The No reason to believe the government won't keep up the subsidies for air freight? Um, I think that will be dependent, Mike, on how quickly borders open and other airlines come back. So... What we have seen is that as Omicron has progressed its way through, and even with Delta, some of the other airlines have actually moved their freighters uh, offshore. Um, in terms of passenger airlines, literally very few coming here, as we know. Mm. But 
As isolation is removed, which I'm confident it will in time, um, we'll see other airlines come through, and then I think you'll see them start to adjust the the cargo subsidies. Will we have fewer airlines ultimately? And if that's true, do you pick up market share? Too hard to call at the moment. Um, is a simple way to to answer that. I still think Air New Zealand and um, New Zealand. Uh, itself will be seen as being a, a great destination and a great airline to fly on. Um, when I talk to some of my counterparts overseas, they have every intention of coming back, um, flying here. Good. And so too early to call. Um, I hope they do come back. I think competition's good for everyone. It makes us better. And most importantly, it's going to get the country moving. The recapitalisation end of March or shortly after, what's, what's the hold-up? Uh, well, as we've, we've said, we wanted to get a little bit more clarity on borders. I think that is there and coming. We don't need to wait for the borders to open um, to get a capital raise underway. At this stage, providing market conditions um, are there, then we're gearing ourselves up to, to hit that date. Plenty of money still looking for a home, do you think? We think so. We think the market is still pretty good. We think that Air New Zealand is going to be a great business to invest in. We haven't been sitting on our hands. We've been busy doing all kinds of things in the airline to get ourselves prepared for the other side of this. And um, I think it's going to be a good investment. But, you know, it's going to be pretty choppy for the next next period. You know, we've come out and we've said, you know, we forecast that we're going to lose over $800 million this year. So the recovery will come, but it's going to be choppy for a period. Appreciate your insight as always, Greg. Go well. Greg Forum, who's the boss, of course, of Air New Zealand.